founder of Handshake rebranding his bite size back in 2013 did just 200 bucks in revenue last year 2016 over 300k got a team of six folks $125,000 raised she's helping folks in an entertainment and political space launch one-to-one human engaging text campaigns 6% average reply rate the way she makes money from that is it's 25 cents per text her cost per text are 16 cents at a, on the high end of data and then two cents to Twilio so you know call it making five six seven maybe eight cents per text they're growing rapidly this is the top where i interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base you'll learn how much revenue they're making what their marketing funnel looks like and how many customers they have I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit sold mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. This is episode 744. Coming up tomorrow morning, Jose Cayasso joins us. And with $1.5 million in revenue, the simple question I have is, hey, Jose, are you the new PowerPoint? Hello, everybody. My guest today is Jess Lee. We met up many, many months ago in San Francisco, and she was so kind to give me a tour of the 500 Startups office out there. But today, she's the founder of a company called Bite Size, where she's helping brands drive revenue with text message conversations. Jess, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, so excited. Very good. So, hey, listen, I is Bite Size the same thing as Handstack? Yeah, we're rebranding. <laughs> okay, so so guys, if you're listening to this and you want to actually see the company online, you go to handstack.com, but you're rebranding to Bite Size. So Jess, what does Bite Size do? Yeah, so Bite Size helps brands drive revenue through interactive text message conversations. Give me an example. Sure, so a movie studio wants to release a new movie and they want to reach a million moviegoers, right? So we, what we help do is, you know, how email and Facebook nowadays is so oversaturated. So we help them reach people by text message. And it'll be a fun, entertaining uh, text message that comes from a movie character. And email. you can actually talk to a movie character. That's pretty cool. Uh, like it takes the form of Captain America if Marvel is using you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of hype over conversational um, commerce, right? And the really important thing about our tool is we help them drive revenue by driving them after the conversation to a Fandango link. Great. So they can buy the movie tickets. Let's chat more about that in a second in terms of how effective that is. But first, email marketing and the other comps you used, those aren't valuable unless you first build your email list. How do people build a database of cell phone numbers to even use Bite Size on? Yeah, so that's one of the big challenges because texting has been known to be so spammy, right? You think of any business text you get, it sounds like a robot um, and people don't really like getting those things. And what we um, do is provide that phone data, help our clients find the phone data. And so they can text, you know, uh, their target audience without having to collect the phone numbers one by one. Okay. Legally, how is that allowed? Yeah. So our texting tool is what's called manual texting. So under the FCC, there's a law called Telephone Consumer Protection Act. And with that, you can't randomly generate numbers with algorithms um, or send text without human intervention. Mm -hmm. So what we do is we uh, we help clients send those texts 
with human intervention, many, many human interventions so that they are all touched by human before it's sent out. So tell me about how a human, let, let's role play here. I'm Marvel. I'm playing, I'm paying bite size. The new Captain America movie is coming out. I'm using you. Tell, tell You have five phone numbers of people that I think are going to come buy a Fandango ticket to go see the new movie. Tell me how your humans engage with me. Yeah. So it works like an iPhone group chat. You make a group, um, you add the people to the group, and you click send. You can't schedule the text or anything like that. People reply, and you get these replies on your app, and then you get to reply to them um, from there. So you can have a continuous conversation. People listening right now are going, Nathan, come on. I hate the most thing I hate about Facebook is when people add me to random groups I never asked to be added to. <laughs> like I, I don't like Jess's idea. So like Jess, what's your response rate on this? And how do you measure the negative sentiment that you might create? Yeah. So uh, for those texts, the different thing from group texts and ours is that you don't get all the text messages that other people are sending. So it still seems like a one-on-one -on -one text from the consumer's point of view. From the marketer's point of view, it's super easy because you can reply to them, you know, group them however you want. And how do you make money? We make money. Um, don't tell me you don't make money, Jess. Come on. <laughs> charging per text. And, uh, you know, we help clients buy data also. What do you charge and per text? We charge 25 cents per text, which oh. is significantly um, higher than if you were just sending a mass text. And what? So there's a, yeah, there's a lot of value in it being one-on-one -on -one text messaging. Of that quarter per text, literally a quarter inside of a dollar of that quarter, what percentage, like break that down for me. Well, what's your cost of goods sold on the quarter? What, what do you pay to Twilio or whatever the, the texting API is? Yeah. Uh, a lot of the cost comes from data. So I would say um, Twilio is pretty minimal and everybody knows how much Twilio costs. What is it? I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, it's something like two cents or something like that. Okay. So you have 25, 25 mm. cents minus two cents because Twilio minus the data. What's data? Data can be up to, you know, you're asking hard questions. Well, Jess, what do you think? I'm going to come on here and rub your shoulders and give you a freaking <laughs> massage. Data mm. can be, you know, anywhere up to 16 cents. It's very high. Okay. So let's say that's For worst sure. case, 16 cents. So you have 16 cents, 17 cents, 18 cents cost on your 25 cents. What other costs do you have? Um, well, I would say a lot of our customers pay us for our knowledge in terms of conversational marketing. I mean, we know how to get them the best conversion rates. We know how to get the best download, app download rates, and we're the only ones doing this type of business. So that's where the value is at. If you send a thousand new messages to new like people that your brands want to have conversations with, how many of those a thousand first texts will get a reply? Yeah, so a good median percentage that you can gauge is 6%, which if you compare to uh, social media, it's a lot higher. Or any ads, Google ads, it's like more than 10 times higher. So 60 um, people of the 1,000 will actually reply to that original text message. Right, and a lot of our customers will send a lot of texts. So let's say they send a million texts and 60,000 people reply, right? Then that's like 
more than the two to three months of social marketing campaigns they've done, um, they will get less than 60,000 likes. Mm -hmm. And we just, you know, push that over in just one, you know, a week of texting. So what was your revenue last month? Uh, last month. So we like to measure it by, uh, by the campaigns and we've helped over uh, 140 campaigns over the last six months. Okay. You're, you're, I see your eyes going to your side. Did you like make a bunch of notes before you came on? Cause you knew I was going to ask these questions. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you said you, you've run 140. The metrics straight. <laughs> you've run 140 campaigns. You said. Mm-hmm. Okay. And have you raised capital or just bootstrapped? We raised capital from 500 startups. So that was 150. Uh, no more after that because we're profitable currently. Okay. So was that 150 from 500? 125. Okay. 125. Okay. Yeah. Um, very cool. And what's your team size right now? We have six people right now. Okay, yeah. so so six all in the Bay Area? Six, um, three in the Bay Area, three elsewhere. Okay, like overseas? Um, one overseas, two in Eugene. Okay, so like I'm assuming those last few probably have much lower average salaries in like the Bay Area, but I'm going to, you know, call an average or call it six grand per employee, so it's 36 grand. So if you're profitable, you're making at least 36 grand per month. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, so I'll tell you this. Um, just what, just tell me the number. What did you make last month? Why don't you want to tell me? It's a, it's, it's going to be impressive. I was expecting you to say, like, not a lot. If you're above 36000 I'm already impressed. What, what's the real number? What did you do last month? Well, I just have to look back to my invoices and stuff. But is it monthly I, or is it is that why you can't give it to me? Like, it might, I'm thinking about this like a SaaS business, but it might be more pay as you go. Is the monthly revenue not consistent? It, it like, spikes in one month and it's down and it's very seasonal? Yeah, so right now I would say it's 50-50. There's 50% of um, campaigns that are, you know, maybe like every other month or every three months. There's 50% um, percentage of our customers that are like, you know, call centers, so they use it every day. Mm-hmm. So really, um, so I need to go back. But to give you a good idea, each campaign is 10K to 100K. So there's... Just to set uh, up? Hmm? just to set up or that's the average amount of 25 cents like they're paying you per yeah. got it the second one, average, so i can yeah. divide 25 cents into 10,000 to 100,000 to get a good sense of how many messages are actually being sent back and forth mm-hmm. got it very cool okay good so 10 to okay and how are you finding these new customers how are you onboarding yeah so i would say 10 percent of our customers come from referral nowadays but uh, initially, we were super strong about outbound sales. Mm-hmm. So we use a lot of, um, you know, we call them a lot. We go to conferences. We email them. Um, and because our product is so unique, people like to learn about what it is. And what is the, so, so of these 140 campaigns, are, are all these call centers and like movie theaters or there are, what other kind of customer cohorts are you serving? Yeah, most of our clients are in entertainment currently um, and call centers. So two use cases, one is marketing and two is kind of like a CRM mm-hmm. for text messaging. Got it. Do you know political campaigns using you? Yeah, there's lots of political campaigns using us, and that's where I originally started. Did you have to pick a side, or do you have Democrats and Republicans using you? (laughs) 
It's a good question. Because of my personal background, uh, mostly Democrats. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I talked to a lot of people who like they'll serve once one political side and then find that like the other side like never wants to use them or they will use them if they don't ask if they've worked with the other side. So Yeah, it's funny that you know about that and a lot of people don't know about that. Well, it can be good too because if you align yourself with like one cohort and you're best in breed, like you can actually get a lot of market share by appealing just to one side and being the go-to gal for that one thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. But campaigns are pretty one-sided. But my, my personal belief is that, you know, this is a tool that is meant to connect people in a meaningful way more than like one-way ads would do yep. and yep. same for political campaigns it's all about empowering the individual um, now, so now what year did you launch this in what year yeah um so the most current product was launched a year ago so 2016 yeah for pilot campaigns and then uh the political campaigns app was launched you know three years ago <laughs> okay so so call it 2013 yeah so what you remember what your first year revenue was in 2013 like $250 <laughs> I love that <laughs> and well what did you grow to what was in 2016 uh um in 2016 we got about 300k from six months of pilots yeah that's great what well what happened in the other six months you didn't make any money during those months we were pivoting to some um, a more commercial use case got it so you did 300 grand in total revenue last year yeah yeah and what do you think you'll break this year you get it here um hopefully this year it's better yeah. why are you smart why are you laughing oh no just it's good revenue. <laughs> no, it's great. No, it's good. I mean, and you're profitable with six people. It's wonderful. It's a good thing. So you think you'll raise capital here in the next few months or you just want to keep staying cash flow positive and growing organically? Yeah, so my hope is to grow organically, but we'll see. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you want to get access to the database I've created with year-over-year -year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data uh, metrics and data points, you can go to getlatka.com. Here's the thing, though. This that database, I keep it to myself. It's so freaking valuable. And to preserve the quality of the data and make sure that the people that have access to it have a true advantage, I'm only letting 10 companies on each month. So we're full this month, but you can go to getlatka.com to get on the waiting list for next month. And look, there's big people on the waiting list. I mean, the biggest VCs you've ever heard of. You've probably heard of them. They're big, private equity, billions and billions under management. So it's an impressive waiting list. Go get on now at getlatka.com. Guys, big news. Last month was a huge month for the company I recently acquired, which was www.thetopinbox.com. I liked the company so much when I met the person who created it. It lets you send emails later on Gmail, set up reminders like snooze almost to keep your inbox clean, do things like send auto follow-ups and do open tracking so you know when your emails get opened. It's great if you're in sales or a CEO or trying to be more productive. So listen, I bought the whole company on the spot and I wanna tell you how I did it. I've showed the deal, by the way, to big smart people, private equity firms, VCs, and they're dumbfounded. They go, Nathan, how did you do this? We've never seen a deal like this. How did you do this? So I did an unbelievable deal and I wanna show you the income report. So for me to send you the income report, go to www.thetopinbox.com, 
click the red button that says install this on Gmail. And when you do that, my email will appear. It'll appear in a little uh, Gmail pop-up window. Send me an email and I'll reply immediately with the income report. And you can see how I'm buying and growing small B2B SaaS companies. That's www.thetopinbox.com. Totally free to try and use. www.thetopinbox.com. Awesome. Jess, let's wrap up here with the famous five number one. What's your favorite business book? My favorite business book is Girl Boss. Yeah, it's by one. Sophia and Rousseau. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Also Sophia Morso. <laughs> Number uh, three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Evernote? Um, that's a hard one. I use a lot of tools. Let's say Trello. Okay. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? 68. Okay, so pretty good. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? <laughs> Not married, don't have kids. All right. And do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm 25. All right, last question. Take us back five years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, that a lot of entrepreneurs love to think that they're alone, but they are not alone. And everybody has the same kind of challenges that they come across, you know, in their mentality, even if it's just a little tiny thing. And to overcome those things, I think is real work. A lot of people think it's, um, you know, just a side thing, but it's the real work. And that's what, you know, overcoming those is what gets you to the top, I think. So there you guys yeah. have it from Jess, founder of Handshake, rebranding his bite size back in 2013, did just 200 bucks in revenue. Last year, 2016, over 300K, got a team of six folks, $125,000 raised. She's helping folks in an entertainment and political space launch one-to-one -one human engaging text campaigns, 6% average reply rate. The way she makes money from that is it's 25 cents per text. Her cost per text are 16 cents at a, on the high end of data, and then two cents to Twilio. So, you know, call it making five, six, seven, maybe eight cents per text. They're growing rapidly. Jess, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks. If you enjoyed Jessica today, go back and listen to Bo yesterday. My simple question for Bo was, is he actually going to replace credit cards? His company is called privacy.com. Tune in to see how it works.